0: Welcome to episode 198 of the Walking Through Games podcast, where Clint walks Mark through games. I'm Mark. I'm Clint. And we are back for another week. I'm super excited, man. How are you doing? I'm
1: pretty good. I'm pretty tired. Some
0: <laughs> big news this week. Some big news this week. That's going to get you jazzed and back awake.
1: Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Or maybe not
0: because you've already heard the news. Like, I've seen it from a few angles this week, though, so it's. A, I mean, it's a pretty momentous week, really, in the history of our show, but... Let's get into it. What do you reckon? Well, do you want to talk about what you've been playing this week first before we get to the news? Or is the news so big, you want to talk about it first?
1: No, nah, I can talk about what we're playing. Keep the structure the same. <laughs> nice one.
0: <laughs> Keep the structure. <laughs> Got to commit to the structure, man, no matter how exciting the Yeah, is.
1: everyone knows what's going on. That's how it is.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: But yeah, speaking speaking of the news, did you watch the stuff I sent you? Some of it, anyway?
0: Uh, I, I did. I looked over the list. And I watched a couple of things. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say, because I sent you that like shortened version. See, of the...
0: you're already breaking the rules though. Because I was gonna the thing I most I was interested in was Ratchet and Clank. Okay, right. Yeah. But cool. I'll talk to you about it later. And not because of the game. Because it's just because of the looks. It yeah, looks cool. phenomenal. Anyway, we'll talk about that. <laughs> right. Now we're just annoying everybody.
1: Nah, it's fine.
0: It's just a little taste. Just a little taste of what's going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right. Well on a plus note, I beat two things this week, so that was pretty Dude, exciting.
0: nice one. What'd you beat?
1: So, the first thing I beat was called Contrast. Now, I played this on PS4, so I'll start with, mm. I played it on PS4, and I gave it a four out of five. Awesome. So, this game was one of the free PlayStation Plus games back like when the f- PS4 first came out. Yeah. And... PlayStation Plus games were the, the free games were like just starting basically, yeah. So I've had this game on my console mm-hmm. since the ps 4 came out basically. Crazy! What so inspired I've, you to play it all of a sudden? Well, I don't know. I've always wanted to, and then I just never did, and so yeah, well, I don't you know. Busy I was kind of just stuff? sitting there and and. Remembered that it was there, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And then I looked up. It, it doesn't take that long to finish. It's only about three and a half hours, I think it said on how oh, long to okay. be. So I was like, "Why not? I'll give this a go." I needed something short to play. Is and it so, only
0: single player, or is it also multiplayer?
1: No, it's only single player.
0: That's a pretty small game. Yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah, so it's it is really cool. So I'll read the little synopsis. As I said, I'm gonna. So it's it's by Compulsion Games. So that's the company that did it. Now. They're the guys who actually did that We Happy Few game as well.
0: Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, you
1: rated that as well. No, well, I, ha- I haven't actually played it. I've only watched stuff from it. Oh, I haven't- you just told me about it. Yeah, there, I you. still haven't played it. And I was really excited about it, but then mm. it didn't get very good scores. Oh, okay. So I sort of put off going to play it then and, and got distracted yeah. and played other stuff. So... I'll have to go back to it now just to see, but it's it's so I'll read the of this, But we have a view is very different to this game. Okay, mm. uh, so contrast is a puzzle platform game where you can move between a fantastic three D world and a mysterious shadowy universe in two D in the blink of an eye. Delve into a dreamlike and surreal nineteen twenties world inspired by the performance art world of uh, vaudeville and film noir, and cradled vaudeville, by a smooth... I mean, I
0: just, man. That's where the Marx Brothers came from.
1: Yep. And cradled by a smooth and sultry jazz ambience. Sounds cool. It is really cool. You should totally watch just a trailer or some gameplay of it or something, just so you can see what it is. But the cool concept of it, so where it said, the 3D world to the shadowy 2D world. So Mm. the, the player that you play as, she has this ability that she can transition. So walking around the world, as it says. Um, yeah. When there's shadows on the wall, like light projected on the wall, she can turn mm. into a shadow to go into that part of the wall. And so the way it works is, so for example, one of the puzzles is uh, a carousel with horses and stuff gets turned on with a light on it and it goes mm. around. And so you have to turn into the shadow on the wall and jump up the shadows of the horses as they go around. Oh, yeah. And so then halfway along, there might be a platform where you have to jump out of the shadow back to the 3D world to land on the platform and then continue on and change back to the shadow and keep going.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is it hard? Is that is that a hard thing to get your head around or is it not it, really?
1: It's not really hard. There was a few frustrating bits where yeah. I like fell out of the shadow. Because if you, if you like miss it or miss time it or whatever and... Mm you don't press the button at the right time, then you fall out of the shadow and just fall down and have to start from the bottom again. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, there was a few frustrating bits like that, but overall, the concept of it is really cool. Awesome. And uh, as I said, the music with the jazz and stuff, I've actually, after playing it, been listening to like jazz stuff at nighttime on my phone because I enjoyed it that much that it's been nice just listening to it just to chill out. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I do rate it. It was really cool. I'm I'm glad I played it and surprised I waited this long because yeah, it was really cool.
0: Cool. Yes. Well, four so, five is pretty crazy. So yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out.
1: Yeah, awesome, yeah, definitely. Man. I I think if you were going to play something, I think it would be something that you would dig.
0: <laughs> yeah, groovy. You <laughs> know, you I ended would. up buying that bundle uh, because I went back and looked at it again after I talked to you and um. This, which one, the seven hundred game one? Yeah, the Itch.io bundle, which yeah, I yeah. think has been really controversial. I don't know why, but from what I could see, it's been like super controversial. But just caring about people donating stuff because they're cool. Uh, yeah, there's there was so much like game stop stuff and like stock. You know, there was a stuff in addition to the games. You know, that was like no brainer. It was a really good deal.
1: Yeah,
0: not that I've looked at any of the games, but apparently just for the game Celeste, have you heard of that game?
1: Yeah, I've got apparently that. Apparently,
0: just for Celeste, it was worth it.
1: Yeah, totally. I've got, I, mm, I think I've got it on the Xbox. I got it for free. It was one of the Game Pass games. Ah, uh, Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently just for it. Yeah, I do agree. I've heard very good things about it. So, yes, cool. I think that would be totally worth it.
0: Yeah, nice one, man. Yeah.
1: So, what was the other game you beat? So, the other game I beat, which is super exciting, and I, I actually, like, powered through it because I beat it in, like, two days so i replayed the last of us remastered ah oh, awesome
0: awesome Was yeah. that just because the new version's coming out and you wanted to be back familiar with it
1: it is yeah so the new one comes out this friday oh soon. wow is so it that soon Crazy. yeah man, that's gonna be exciting. huge i'm very very excited that's one of my games i've been looking forward to all year so i'm
0: oh you wouldn't I'm be alone in really that, man. There'd about be it. so many people waiting for that game
1: yeah so i um i did so recently play
0: we been getting pretty close to your birthday Obviously before it, but
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm probably. I said to I was talking to Nadine because she's like, "What are you gonna? What do you want to open on your birthday?" I was like, "Well, I kind of wanted in the any Last of Us." Number of
0: games. There's a lot of stuff coming out right now.
1: <laughs> well, there's not really. There's not really you've a lot of stuff You've
0: listed a few things out. that are coming out near your birthday that you've thought about getting, though. Yeah, well, this couple weeks.
1: was one of them. But I said to her, "I want the Last of Us," but I said I think I'm gonna go and trade stuff and just get it straight away because I don't want to wait. Not them. if it's before your birthday. Yeah. yeah. So, Eb. Speaking of, EB's actually, side note, EB's got a trade thing on this week until Sunday. So if you listen to this early, guys, uh, they've got a trade thing where if you trade more than three games, you get 30% extra. Oh, that's awesome. Plus your level of subscription. So I'm level four, so I get an extra 20%. Dude, that's what I've been waiting
0: for, 50%
1: extra. That is huge. So get on it. If you've got some games to trade, totally worth it with the new consoles coming out soon.
0: What do they still trade? This is it pretty much only PS4 and Xbox at this point? And Switch. Oh, and Switch, yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, um, I can't remember. Did they say 3 I know that that
0: sale basically said they're not doing any more trades on Wii U. They're not doing any more trades on Wii. They're not doing any more trades on... You know, tons of stuff. Yeah, I don't, maybe I they couldn't... still take DS games. I, th- I don't know. but I think... I know that a lot of old systems, they just said nah, no more of those systems. Like 360, no more 360.
1: No, I can't remember if 3DS was on that list or not. I don't know. Anyway... But yes, mostly just the new, like yes, the recent Switch, PS, consoles. Xbox one. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a bunch of stuff to trade. Anyway, I probably got about ten games to trade, so I should hopefully Dude, get. Dude, that's awesome. At least a little bit towards some stuff. So
0: we'll trade nine, keep one of them for next
1: deal. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll have more by then. It's or is just...
0: it, if you trade three or more, you get thirty percent. So like, after that, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, but either you know way, I mean, the, so you
0: get your fifty percent. If you did ten, it's the same as if you did three. Like you're still getting that extra money on each game, right? Yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: So who cares? Just do more. Well,
1: funnily enough, I'll get a fifty percent voucher for my birthday as well. What's that? Because I get that every year. I get a fifty percent voucher for my birthday. Oh, you do? Every year yeah, of well. course,
0: of course, of course. Yeah,
1: sweet. Yeah. So it's 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 probably bad timing because they usually have this fifty percent sale thing like when E3 is all happening. And so they have that and then it's straight away again I get my birthday one and it only lasts for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't really need to use it twice as such. Whereas if I got it in like November, then I'd have a bunch more games by then. But anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So plan is, yes, I'll probably trade some stuff and get Last of Us hopefully this Friday. Well, it won't be this Friday. It'll be Saturday because I'll be driving back from Brisbane again. Oh, of course, of course. Um, But yeah, hopefully... By this weekend, I might get to play it. Awesome. So we'll see. Anyway, so we played last. So how was remastered? the experience
0: replaying it? Still good.
1: Oh, dude, it was the it was amazing. Still, five out of five by far. It was like so. It's seven years on this year that it's been out since it came out. Yeah. Um. So I. So played what makes it, it
0: so good? Is it just the story, or is the gameplay good? The story
1: is what's good. The gameplay yeah. is good, but it's a little bit frustrating at times as well. Mm. Uh, but but I I cruised through it pretty easily this time. And I only played it on easy because I really just wanted the story again just to catch up yeah. on what's going well, it's on. it's only a
0: couple weeks since we had Nick on and you beat Final Fantasy VII. So, like, you said that was, like, the best game you ever played, right? Or up there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's It was still... So, comparing
0: the two, what would you say? Is it still the better game just because of gameplay as well?
1: I think it's still the better game just because of it's it started. is a newer game. Okay. So, you can still see that this because this was originally a PS3 game. Yeah. So it was the end of the PS3 cycle. Yeah. So at the at that time it was amazing on PS3 because they utilized the hardware and figured out how to use it properly. Yeah, because it was the end of the generation. Mm. So at the time it was really awesome. So playing it now after playing something like Final Fantasy as you said, the mm. mechanics are a little bit outdated as you can tell. Mm. But Story-wise, still amazing. Still got me like, I'll say spoilers, but it's in the first 10 minutes. So everybody has seen it. And obviously you haven't because you haven't played it. No, I got no idea, man. But there's a part right at the start of the story that still gets me every time. And I know it's coming and it still gets me. And it's when, so they're escaping when all 10 this... minutes in. Hey?
0: 10 minutes in. That's yeah, crazy. Dude.
1: Well, that's, it sets up the story for the rest of the game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So well, so let's so let's just start it off. So it's by Naughty Dog. I so yeah. I played it on PS4, gave it five. Um, so basically, the synopsis says: players control Joel, a smuggler tasked with escorting a teenage girl, Ellie, across a post-apocalyptic United States. So that's the general gist of what you're doing. Okay. So at the start of the game, um, you wake up as a little girl, and she is, is that looking... the voice
0: of Ellen Page?
1: No. No.
0: So, is this the one that controversially looked like Ellen Page but wasn't? It he? is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just think being named Ellie is just so God, how do they ever get out of that?
1: Yeah. Anyway, so you wake up with this little girl, she's looking for her dad. She goes downstairs, he's not there. There's a, a phone call from his what brother. What type of
0: game is it? Is it just like an action adventure?
1: It's a it's a third person action adventure survival horror. So it is horror-y. Yeah, yeah. So basically yeah, okay. the things, they're not zombies, the, the enemies, but they're kind of like zombies. Yeah, okay. So they're infected by this, I can't remember what it's called, but it is an actual thing that happens where this like fungus thing takes over their brain and they get gross, and it happens to ants. Okay. I'll have to send you a link to it because it's, cr- it's crazy. It's actually a real thing, but it doesn't actually happen to people, whereas in a game yeah. it happens to people.
0: Yet.
1: No. Yeah, well, it's, and we're playing it right when there's a pandemic on right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Anyway, anyway, sorry. anyway, anyway, <laughs> back to it. So you yeah, wake yeah. up. So, um, there's a call from his brother on his phone. He's all panicked and stuff. And then she finds. The dad's at, brother. That's the dude, main dude's brother. I thought so the main then,
0: person was a chick.
1: So then she looks at the phone and there's like 10 missed calls saying, what are you doing? Where are you? Rah, rah, I'm coming to get you or something. Anyway, so she goes downstairs, gets near the door. Oh, I think
0: I've seen this. You've shown me this. I've, anyway, I keep Yeah, you have. You've shown me a video. Anyway, anyway gets I've, through get, the door.
1: Anyway. He runs in, says, pack your stuff. We got to go. So then the brother pulls up. They jump in the car and they're driving off. All this stuff's going on. People running around going crazy. Anyway, long story short, 10 minutes into the game. You've run away from people and you are running through the like woods or whatever, and mm. you come across like a soldier and he like shoots at you as a warning shot. He then talks on his radio and says, I found some civilians. What do you want me to do? And then you hear him say, But, sir, there's a little girl. And then he goes, Roger that. And then he points his gun at him. And the Joel dude is like, no, 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 you don't have to do this. We'll just keep going, whatever. And so then he shoots. The Tommy dude is his brother comes in and ends up shooting the soldier dude. And then they look over and the little girl's been shot.
0: The girl has? I thought she was the main one.
1: No, no, no. This is his daughter. That's what I said. Ellie is not his daughter. She's just some random girl that he has to smuggle. Oh, okay. So the point is, this is how it sets it up. His daughter dies in the first 10 minutes yeah so then cut from there it goes to 20 years later so he's an older dude and he's hardened by the pandemic stuff that's gone on the world's been crazy for a million years now mm. and well 20. yeah and he gets Sorry. tasked yeah, not, with yeah. transporting this girl out of the city and oh, then, another job the same job yeah so he hasn't got the job yet this is tw- 20 oh, okay. years later he gets the job.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, it's 20... basically the same job he had last time
1: and failed at. No, no. <laughs> Dude. With his daughter. You're not understanding at um, all. There's no job at the start. The job there's no job at the start. Yeah. The...
0: No, there's no job at the start. He's leaving with his daughter. Yeah. But now he's repeating the exact same thing as a job.
1: Well, yeah, except he doesn't care about the girl. The whole point is as the game progresses, he cl- yeah. gets closer and closer to her. Yeah. And then things happen at the end which I won't spoil because people are playing it again right now.
0: Nice one. Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure you've made me play that intro before, hey, because that or, or watch a let's play of it or something because that's very familiar to me. I'm pretty
1: sure. I, I may have, but yeah, every time every time that the daughter dies in that first 10 minutes, it gets me mm. every time and I know it's coming and it's still this one of the saddest moments in a game I've ever like experienced. Nice. Yeah, so it is very yeah. good storytelling, cool, and very good acting.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'll have to give so it a go one of these days. I played it, beat it, very excited for number two.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Cool, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then on, on a on a side note, again, I did play another game which I only played for about ten minutes, and gave up on it because it's not really my thing. <laughs> so it's called Neo. Uh, Nioh, and it's a third-person action game, and it's kind of reminded me of like Dark Souls. Oh, okay. And those type of like hardcore games that are way too hard for me to play. And this is (laughs) probably an easier version of that, and I'm still not good enough to play it. So I played. So you needed
0: like Lego Neo.
1: Yeah. Well, I played for about (laughs) ten minutes and. Gave up because I was like, I I'm not I'm not good enough to play these games. (laughs) So, what is it like
0: a first person shooter or something?
1: No, it's like uh, you're like have a he's a samurai dude. Oh yeah, and he's what are they like
0: dungeon crawls or something? Hunted.
1: No, it's kind of like you just walk around a world and have to get past enemies. And so this one, this it starts in the Tower of London, and you're a prisoner, and you have to escape. Yeah, okay. I didn't even get out of the tower in London cuz I gave up. So is it
0: just like an indie game or is it like No, nah, I man, it's a huge.
1: Game. It's one of it's one of the it got turned into one of the PlayStation hits because it's that oh, okay. it's that good.
0: Crazy. But so it's are you like, going to be
1: like trading that then? Well, I don't need to trade it. It was one of the free games on PlayStation
0: Plus. Oh, yeah, okay, that explains it. Yeah, Yeah, cool. yeah.
1: So I was having to go cuz it takes up 50 gig on my hard drive. So I was like, oh well, I'll delete it because I'm not going to play it. Awesome. So I can always go back to it if I want to. But yeah, they're just not my type of game. Just like, like crazy puzzle games, I'm not good at them either. So Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to they give enjoyable, it, so I get that. I just wanted to give it a mention because I did play it a little bit and I gave it a go. And people will probably say that I didn't give it much of a go, but I died multiple times in the start of the game. And yeah, not fun. Like, this is frustrating and I don't want to play anymore.
0: Yeah, cool. So, what did
1: you give it out of five? Well, I didn't give it a score. I just put played next to it. Because I played? Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to score it after playing I'm it. I'm going to give minutes.
0: it two out of five based on that review.
1: I can't give it a two out of five. No, no. I can't give it a two out of five based on that review because it's my... Like...
0: I'm giving it a two out of five.
1: <laughs> but it's my <more> like <laughs> crap playing that's giving it a two out of five.
0: Yeah, I'm giving... Oh, uh, yeah, well, you know.
1: Because those, like... Dark Souls and Bloodborne and all those other games are very oh, popular.
0: there'll be plenty of diehards with nothing better to do with their time will play. But, you know, I don't know.
1: Well, we've talked it's about It's funny because I
0: used to be all about hardcore gamers. When I had a game company and we were working on a PS2 RPG, we were all about the hardcore gamers. We did not care about casual gamers. But these days, I've totally flipped. I'm, I'm all about the casual gamers.
1: Well, we've talked about all... Dark Souls before where it's that game where the people do the crazy things like beat yeah, it with a guitar hero, like, yeah. guitar and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's that crazy game. I remember that. And, like, beat it without getting hit once. And, like, beat it with no armor.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, no. Not for me. Cool. Nice one. Yeah. Rightio. So, into the news. I've got a couple of things before we lead into the big news that we teased about. Um, Yeah, cool. So, we'll start with those. So, earlier this year, which we have talked about as well, Nintendo confirmed the possibility that as many as 160,000 Nintendo accounts were breached in a hack. So today, Nintendo announced another 140,000 or so more accounts could have been accessed as well. So that means...
0: 300,000 accounts.
1: A total of around 300,000 accounts could have been breached.
0: That's crazy, eh?
1: Yeah. So Nintendo pointed out in an update today that less than 1% of all Nintendo Network ID users, but earlier this spring, the company has disabled the... um, NNID, so Nintendo Network ID, login Mm. function and reset the passwords of the affected accounts. Nintendo is asking users to turn on two-factor authentication. Uh, Nintendo contacted those whose accounts were accessed and reimbursed unauthorized purchases. The company will continue to take those actions for additional affected accounts, but it added that the majority of uh, Nintendo ID users have already been reimbursed. The Nintendo Network IDs were originally connected to the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS systems. Uh, So I didn't get an email, so hopefully that means my account didn't get hacked. Sweet. So, happy with that.
0: Yeah, it's funny if we had the sponsors of uh, 1Password, we could pimp that right now. But, uh, you know, I actually just dished 1Password because they're a bit of a rip-off, in my opinion. So we're never getting them for a sponsor, sorry. But um, (laughs) I've used 1Password now since maybe... I don't even know, man. 2010? I've yeah, well, I think a really, I've really got long it too. Time. And I, it just went... I, it's just too expensive for what it is. I know that they're real, working really hard on great encryption, but I'm like, eh, there's open source versions of similar software. And I know it's not like feature for feature, but I don't want to really pay like umpteen amounts of money per month to be able to use their service. So I ditched it. And uh, I'm using one called Bitwarden now, which is totally free, and you can self-host it yourself. Or you can pay like 10 bucks a year. Uh, and have a family account, so like you have all your passwords. You know, other people in your family, out to five people, can all have their passwords, and you can share collections with each other. So you can have like some passwords that everyone accesses, yeah. and other ones that are just yours or whatever.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, that was an ad that wasn't an ad. Was, that's an open source and free application? Like, you can have a, You can get an account for free. Was and, one uh, person? Anyway, my point is, then you would have a unique password for everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Was one person but,
1: password not a? Like one-off purchase thing? Oh, if you're still using the one-off
0: purchase version, then you're way behind, man. Yeah, no, they they killed that ages ago. Okay. Yeah, well, I... I think they've done a few security updates to it, but it's like they they brought out a new version of it that you now have to pay like yearly or monthly to use it. Ah, okay. And yeah, and no, that's well, one password for families stopped... and other services, one password for business. They basically, to make more money, switch to a subscription service. Which... Right, right some stuff I just don't think should be a subscription service. Like they could have just had versions of it, mm. you know, like just charge people again, just say, Hey, it's been 10 years. Let's charge you again. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, obviously it's working for them. It's working for them and great. And a lot of people like how usable it is and stuff. But to me, I used key for a while with my work accounts because then it never had to be online, no cloud and KeyPass or KeyPass XC I was using specifically was really good. But, um, yeah Bitwarden is awesome I highly recommend man if you've got one password and you don't I don't know if you use it but I use Bitwarden now I haven't used it I I had used one password for everything but now that I've just given up on it I didn't want to pay anymore so I switched to Bitwarden and it is awesome couldn't uh, I love it and on your phone it's amazing you can like turn off Safari password filling because obviously you don't want to be storing it in your Apple account store it in Bitwarden unlock it with your fingerprint if you think that's secure enough for you otherwise use your one password and It's great, man. You can have unique passwords for everything. And then if your Nintendo account gets hacked, what are they getting? You know, your email address, your name, and the uh, one password. Like, they can't use your email address to log into anything else because you've got different passwords for everything. Yeah. There's my rant. If we had a sponsor, I would have been like, buy one password. I've been using it for a decade, but I I haven't (laughs) been using it anymore, so. I
1: I think the the sponsors give you what to say anyway, don't they? Nah, man. You just make your own.
0: Fair They're enough. like they've been a I, I used to listen to Mac Power Users podcast for for many, many, many years, probably almost a decade. I stopped listening, I don't know, a year or two ago now. And um but yeah, they've had one password for a sponsor as long as I was listening. So that's ten years. And they just get they talk about how they use it on their things. It's not like a pre written thing. Fair and enough. I think one password just give people money to
1: say to use the their product and products. say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah fair enough.
0: Anyway, boring, sorry. All right, good. There you go. Okay, let's keep going. That was Nintendo.
1: Righto. Well, yeah, there's a couple other things and then we'll get onto it. So, after weeks of relative silence about what's in store for the future of Destiny 2, Bungie opened the floodgates today, announcing the titles for the game's next three expansions. It's plans for cross-generational play and a whole lot more. Players were expecting to see what's ahead in Season of Arrivals launching today which obviously isn't today, but when I put this down, as well as maybe get some hints of what's happening this fall in Destiny 2's annual expansion. Instead, Bungie revealed the game's three upcoming annual expansions as well as its commitment to continue building on Destiny 2. The game is coming to next-gen platforms and will be supported for years to come. In other words, so don't expect Destiny 3 anytime soon. So are
0: people still playing it?
1: Yeah, dude. It's It gets new content all the time. It's a really popular game still. I
0: kind of thought it had been superseded by Fortnite. Nah, well, it's a
1: different game, though. Different types of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I... um... Yeah,
0: yeah, I just mean, I thought most people had moved from... You know, there's usually, like, one ubiquitous, kind of, massively multiplayer game, and... Yeah. You know, like, it was... World of Warcraft used to be... Yeah, and Destiny, hugely, for ages, Destiny was, like, the biggest game. Everyone was playing it. Well, I'll never forget the Destiny launch. Remember that night we went to that? It was great. I've still got the photo from the photo booth that we took on my fridge. It's been on there ever since. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there's still a lot of people playing it. And we actually went Mm. back to it for a while. So we bought it. I think I bought it on um, JB Hi-Fi. had it like the whole pack of it or whatever with the expansions at the time, except for the newest one. Yeah. For only like $19. Oh, nice. So you got all three expansions not including the newest one. And Mm. so I posted it to the boys and said it was only 19 bucks. And so Nick and Trendy ended up going to buy it as well. So we played for a little while and then sort of fell off. Uh, But I wouldn't mind going back to it. And then I bought the newest expansion, Shadow Keep, is what it's called, when it was on sale. So I wouldn't mind going back to it just to play through that as well and get back into it again. Yeah, cool. But then, as I said, I'm still playing The Division 2 as well. Mm. And I'm really digging that. And they just had the expansion for that on sale, so I actually just bought that too. Yeah, cool. So I'm looking forward to that because Dan Hambrick just bought the expansion for that as well. So oh, groovy. So once I get through the story mode of the main story, then yeah. I'll be able to play the expansion with him too, so that'll be fun.
0: Groovy. Anyway,
1: cool, so still Destiny news. Uh, so here's a rundown of everything Bungie shared. So Season of Arrival starts today and we'll let players fight a big black, the big black pyramids invading the solar system in a new public event activity. The mysterious ships have been teased in the game for years and now players will finally get to see them firsthand and up close. The season will also include a new exotic quest and probably more, though Bungie hasn't revealed a full season roadmap yet. The new season also includes a brand new dungeon for players to run Destiny 2 speak for something bigger than a strike mission but smaller than a raid uh, when they'll get to learn more about the darkness. Um, so Destiny 2's next big expansion is called Beyond Light. So arriving September 22nd, Beyond Light will let players explore Europa, the icy moon orbiting Jupiter where the game's Exo race are supposed to have originated from. Based on what Bungie's showed, it seems like Beyond Light will revolve around trying to find a rogue Exo hunter who's attempting to amass an army of her own. The Cosmodrome from Destiny 1 is also set to return as a patrol area along with strike missions from that game so destiny 2 is also getting big expansions next year and the year after as well so in a surprising twist spongy also announced the names of destiny 2's 2021 and 2022 expansions that says 2020 but i think it's 2022 because it said the year after um, so called the witch queen and lightfall respectively While we didn't get a proper look at them, it was Bungie's way of saying that it's committed to building on Destiny 2 for years to come rather than letting it peter out while it pivots to another sequel. So that's pretty cool because it means Destiny 2 will continue on to PS5, obviously, and Xbox Series X. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, for the PlayStation news coming up... Hey, no, I won't do that. We'll do it first. So, Anyway, next news, Sega has taken to IGN's Summer of Gaming event to announce that Alex Kidd in Miracle World is getting remade for release in 2021. For those that yeah, don't I'll know, that. Alex Kid was the original Sega mascot before Sonic took over. The game will feature new levels, new graphics, and a retro mode for those that want to play the game how it was originally created. The game is coming to PC, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation consoles, which sounds like it will release on current-gen and next-gen consoles. Exciting! No it looks really cool. No
0: I said brainer. that. <laughs>
1: I'll be buying that. Yeah. Ooh, it kind of. Wow, I, I think world. I said to you. It kind of reminded me of that Wonder Boy reboot, Dragon's Trap reboot. It kind of looked a bit like that mm, art-wise. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, nah, man. Alex America Miracle World—that's up there for me. Top five platformers all time.
1: Yeah. So I um. I was pretty excited when I saw that, actually. It went, hence why I sent it to you straight away, because I was like, sweet, that's oh,
0: yeah. awesome. I'm pretty sure. Didn't I just reply to you like, no brainer, i buying? Yeah,
1: I'll be getting that. <laughs> It'll be 30 bucks, probably, I reckon.
0: I'll pay 30 bucks for it, man. Yeah, that's all right then. Yeah, I'm pumped. Maybe that's... I'll wait for a Steam sale, because let's be honest, I'll buy it and not play it. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I reckon I'd play that, though. I love it.
1: Well, generally. That's one of the few
0: games that I, I still try to beat fairly recently, like fairly regularly, you know? Because I've always felt a bit gypped on Alex Kid, and I'm sure we've talked about this on the show, because we had a Sega Master System Plus, which did not have Alex Kid built in. No, it had that had road rage or whatever it was. Safari Hunt and the Maze game. Yeah. So uh, it was trash, man. Hang on. Hang on was an okay game and everything, and I played it so much, but like, oh. It was no Alex Kidd. Whenever I'd go to a friend's house about to see, would be like, oh my God, you got to see the! Really- uh, I don't want to play that. I've played that a million times. I'd be like, screw you, we're playing Alex Kidd. <laughs> so, yeah. And first when I first discovered emulation, you know, around 2000, 99, 2000, yeah. I, um, I, I played and beat it then, you know, again and again and again. Like, I would have beat it probably 15 times in 2000, 2001, 2003, sort of thing. Mm. Like 2000, 2003. I just loved it. Yeah. Save states help. I'll say that. Oh,
1: of course. Well, I think you can <laughs> buy it. I think it's actually on sale on the Switch store at the moment for about six bucks.
0: What to pre-order?
1: No, no, no the uh, the original version.
0: The original. Oh yeah, like emulated. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. I think That's it is awesome. on s-
1: sale on the Switch. Well, I'm excited
0: moment. about the remaster though. It looks really good. Yeah, me too. Because it looks pretty similar. You know, like they've just, you know,
1: yeah, just enhanced was the graphics. I like...
0: the graphics of the original hold up. Man, that very first level. Ah amazing
1: i know well as i said it's similar to dragon's trap where yeah you can swap between the graphics like they did with that too so it is similar
0: how good wonderful dragon's I'm oh, old school let's yeah. move on anyway. good times great news
1: great news anyway so yes moving on so we have had the playstation future of gaming conference so i actually watched the whole conference i did watch it, it how went long like, did it go for only like an hour and 15 minutes
0: Oh, yeah, that's not too bad.
1: Yeah, so it was a pretty a pretty cruisy... Massive a lot of titles introduced, right? I already talked
0: about Ratchet & Clank earlier. Man, that looked good, didn't it? Yeah, it looked so good, yeah. Just unbelievable. Like I, I'm not a big Ratchet & Clank fan, but I was like, man, what? I just couldn't help but notice how good that looked. The most recent Ratchet & Clank... Same as Gran Turismo, actually.
1: Well, dude, there was... Uh, yeah, there was a few up there for me that were looking pretty good, so we'll, yeah. we'll get into it, so... Uh, Sony's big PlayStation 5 games reveal event titled The Future of Gaming Proceeded After a Week-Long Delay. There are a ton of games shown during the event. We also got our very first look at the PS5 console itself. It's a bizarre looking system, but the most important thing about it is that it is going to have a ton of software support and a variety of genres to choose from. Sony has also revealed the PS5 console uh, and it comes in a two-tone black-white design and looks fairly curvy. In addition to the white-black console design, an all-digital edition will be released as well as a PlayStation camera, a new headset, a media remote, and a charging station. Uh, a release date and price for the PS5 console have not been announced as yet, but we know that that is coming later in the year.
0: I wonder if it will still work with like PSVR and stuff.
1: It, I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah, cool. From what I've seen, because VR just plugs in via HD. Yeah, okay. Uh, cause so it comes with that separate little box that plugs in and mm. you go through your PlayStation four through to the TV with HD cable. So I think it will still work yeah. initially. I know we've talked about it on the show before where potentially they've patented a PSVR two where it mm. will be wireless. So if yeah, that yeah. happens, I'll totally be upgrading to the wireless version cause that will be amazing. Go okay. Yeah. Alrighty, so all of the PS5 game reveals and announcements that happened. So, I've just done them in order of what they showed in the show. So, funnily enough, and this is what I was going to say with regards to spoilers, and we were talking about Destiny 2 and how I said that this game will continue on and come to next-gen consoles. So, of course, mm. the first game that they started with was Grand Theft Auto 5. Now, yeah. they're still milking that cow, man. Like, seriously. It. it has been... Like, it was PS3, Xbox 360.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Is
1: where it started. And then it transitioned to PS4 and Xbox One. And now it's going to transition to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Oh, my it's God. Crazy. They're making so much money off this game. It's like Nintendo reselling things for their consoles. Yeah, totally. <laughs> is it a remaster? No, nah, dude. Same game. Well, anyway. Okay, so here's... The little spiel <laughs> that they had. So, Rockstar's massively successful Grand Theft Auto 5 is coming to PS5. The new version will feature enhancements and will be expanded. And it's coming in 2021 with GTA Online free to all PS5 owners at launch. Uh, so the cool thing was actually, which I didn't read in my news, which I saw then on the conference. So starting today, so as of Friday last week, uh, GTA 5 PS4 owners. Get one million dollars in GTA cash every month until GTA Five launches on PS Five in twenty twenty one. So you can get a million dollars cool. in GTA money online every month until it launches next year, which is awesome. Like, I am gonna go and log into GTA Online and create an account because I've not really ever played it, just so mm-hmm. I get that million bucks every month.
0: No, there you go.
1: Because you can buy bo- because you use it to buy cars and like and As far as I'm aware. Yeah. Like, you use it to buy... I'd trade it for a real million bucks. Well, that's not going to happen, but yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I just thought it was funny that that's what they started with and that that's still continuing on. Like, and I know it is a very popular... Yeah, you'd
0: think you'd put that at the end of the lineup.
1: Yeah, I know it is a very popular game still, but, man, I'm hanging out for for GTA 6. Like, come on.
0: Is anyone going to buy a PS5 just for GTA 5? That seems such a weird thing to start with.
1: Well... I imagine it, it aren't they going to have that upscale thing where, like, if you already own it on PS4, that it, you automatically get it on ps Well, No, well, they just said that it was going to be free for everyone who buys a PS5. Well, yeah. that's, yeah, Didn't the GTA online. That? So I don't even know if you'll get the story mode or not. Who knows? You would assume so. I would assume so. so too, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what it's happens. It's like the
0: equivalent again now. Alex
1: kid for free, man. Well, with that, I don't think that'll happen either.
0: No, I'm saying on, on your Sega, it came with Alex Kidd. So oh, yeah, PS true. PS5 comes with GTA. but
1: Yeah, but it, it does say that it's coming free to all owners. GTA Online is coming free to all owners at yeah. launch. So that could be cool. a separate install, I guess, to the actual having the story as well. Maybe. Yeah. All righty, so the next one was Spider-Man Miles Morales. So Spider-Man Miles Morales, Morales was shown during the event. Miles Morales takes over as the playable character this time around. The game seems to include more science fiction elements and it will release during the holiday season. Rather than be a complete sequel, however, it's actually an enhanced and expanded version of 2018's game. So it's not actually a new game as such.
0: What are they doing in this order for, man? I think everyone's going to stay at the end of their show, but I'd be like, eh, where? Yeah. show me something new. Because it was
1: like... Because uh, I think because the expansions for Spider Man that came out, yeah, weren't very well received because they weren't that good. So I think yeah, this Spider Man
0: games are never that good. That's the sad
1: thing. Oh no, man! Spider Man was amazing. That Spider Man game was amazing. I platinum that game, man.
0: Oh okay. Oh, and didn't we have that conversation? Yeah, so all our, other like, ones, ones have been Amazing crap. Spider-Man games used to be trash, yeah. but this one so there's good.
1: So one, there's one other one that they said was really good, and it was like from PS2 or something, was the last good one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but okay. no, this one was amazing, and it was done by Insomniac. Yeah, fair yeah,
0: enough. Which
1: also did Ratchet & Clank, so there you go. There yeah. you go, keeping it real. Alrighty, so then we've got Gran Turismo 7. So a new Gran Turismo is in the works for PS5, and it features a campaign mode developed with Polyphony Digital, the racing simulator looks incredibly realistic both in its vehicles and its environments. It did look really good. Yeah, it I'm did pretty look excited good. about it. I didn't know if that was in-game graphics or not, but it looked good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about playing that. It'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to yours, so Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. A new Ratchet and Clank game is in development and it looks like the heroes have found themselves in a universe with collapsing dimensions, futuristic cities and dinosaurs demonstration featured gameplay and it included Yeah, it was
0: the cities that blew my mind, man. I was like, what?
1: Dude, the whole thing looked amazing. Like Oh, it looked amazing. Yeah. The last Ratchet and Clank game was on PS4. They did a uh yeah. exclusive one for that. And it was really good too. So yeah. this is
0: I think I was just expecting it to look trash. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my memory of that game is that it doesn't look that great. It's just kind of blocky cartoony graphics, you know, like I just yeah. But
1: you're living in the past. I was not man. expecting
0: it to look that good.
1: Yeah. Huh? Uh, so it included rain, a rain grinding section and even flight on an alien creature. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah,
0: the rain too. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of water mechanics, uh, there's water in The Last of Us, just going back to that. There's oh, water yeah. in The Last of Us where it's like a flowing, not a waterfall, but like a flowing body of water, like a river type mm. thing that's been made from all the stuff going on. and And the water looks amazing. So that is, is has always been a thing for me in games where I like when they make yeah. water look realistic. And yeah,
0: I love the realistic water in uh, Quest for Glory too when you play as the thief. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> being joking. that Last of Us, I did love
0: the water in that though. You know, yeah, right on the log. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, being that <laughs> Last of Us, as I said, was a PS3 game, the water looks amazing. So I really like that. But awesome. but yeah. So Ratchet and Clank, I think that'll be. Definitely one of the ones I'll pick up when it, when it does come out. Mm. Uh, so then we've got Project Athea. So Square Enix and Luminous Production premiered a game called Project Thea, which featured werewolf flight creatures and flying sections, and it will be coming exclusively to PS5. Uh, so then the next one was Stray. So this looked crazy to me. So Annapurna Interactive revealed a robot-focused game called Stray set in a world where humans have died off. Cats, however, are still in abundance and the robots appear to be replacing humanity in their old roles. It sports a neon-infused aesthetic and the adorable kitties wear backpacks. It's coming in 2021. That looked really interesting to me. Maybe it's just because I've played Cat Quest and I'm into cats at the moment.
0: Maybe. But... I, yeah, I just started reading the book True Grit, and uh, it's awesome. In that, she talks about how she thinks cats
1: are from hell. <laughs> nice. This one doesn't look like it was <laughs> from hell. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting. An interesting concept. So I don't know how that'll work because obviously you won't be able to communicate or anything. So mm. it'll be interesting. Alrighty, so then we've got Returnal. So, a new franchise from Sony was shown during the event, developed by formerly arcade-focused House Marquee. Returnal features a crash landing on an alien planet where the protagonist keeps reliving the same events, including her death, over and over again. The planet, however, changes every time she dies. So, that looked really interesting to me, I reckon. Uh, Cool. I think that was the one. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Dead Space. Oh, yeah. And Dead Space was is one of my, the fir- the original one, uh, the first one is one of my favourite horror games that yeah, I've cool. played. So I'm interested to see what what this one's like. That'll be cool. So then we've got Sackboy: A Big Adventure.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. So developed by Sumo Digital,
1: cool. Sackboy: A Big Adventure is the latest game in the Little Big Planet franchise. It features action-oriented gameplay and 3D platforming rather than the 2D from the first three games. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, when I was watching it today, Thomas actually came in when I was watching it and he was like, wow, what's mm. that? Can I play it? And I was like, no, it's not out yet, but we can play it when it comes out. Nice yeah, one. So I'm pretty keen for that one. I reckon that'll be a good one for the kids to play with. Yeah, cool. Uh, So then we've got Destruction All-Stars. Lucid Games premiered an action sports game called Destruction All-Stars during the event. Featuring destructible vehicles as well as on-foot characters, it looks to be a demolition derby taken to the absolute limit with impressive particle effects and physics. Now, this one... uh, It it looked weird to me. Because it is is kind of like a Destruction Derby thing, as it said. But then there's Mm. points... And as it said, well, on foot points where you can like run around and jump onto a car and it, it, I don't know, it seemed really weird to me. So I don't know if, yeah, I don't know what I think of that one, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, the next one is Kena Bridge of Spirits, an adorable adventure game developed by Ember Lab. Kena Bridge of Spirits features Pixar-like visuals, magical abilities and enemies, Platforming and discovery will play a major role as we'll herd it up small, cute creatures. There will also be dangerous monsters that stand in your way. Now, this was one of the standouts for me. So I don't know if you saw this or watched the trailer for this, but if you didn't... Yeah, I just saw the screenshot. Yeah, if you didn't, you should totally check out the trailer for it because it looks really cool. I'm, I think that'll be one that I'll look at picking up when it does come out because sure. it looks really awesome. That was one of the standouts from everything for me. Uh, Alrighty, so then we've got Goodbye Volcano High Starring fantasy creatures in a hand-drawn art style Goodbye Volcano High Is an emotional game set in the end of an era It will arrive in 2021 It will also feature a unique and indie-style soundtrack If the trailer is accurate I found this one interesting I didn't... It didn't look like the type of game that I would play But potentially if it's got a good story Then maybe... I'll give mm. it a go. I liked how it was like the end of an era. And it's funny because obviously PS4 to PS5, end yeah. of an era with the generation. So I, I don't know if that was meant to mean that, but that's what I, where I took it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, I'm, I'll am i have to wait and see about that one because it, it didn't grab me initially. So yeah, we'll see right. what happens. Uh, so the next one was Oddworld Soulstorm so Oddworld Soulstorm was shown during the event the game has been in development for years and will now release on PS5 however the new technology hasn't compromised the series classic character designs or sense of humor though it does look surprisingly dark and intense now the awesome thing i don't know did you watch the trailer for this no the awesome thing for this and it's not a spoiler because it was in the trailer <laughs> at the, mm. right at the end of the trailer you hear the the lady that's talking to him says it's time to find your voice. And it's like a tiny snippet where it shows him opening his mouth and getting scissors to cut the stitches off. Yeah. We, but yeah. you know how Abe has always had yeah, his mouth sewn shut?
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just the idea of it. Uh,
1: yeah, well. But, yeah, I found that really awesome when she said that and then it showed that. I was like, wow, that's because he's obviously had that yeah. forever. So, Fine. yeah, totally. I'm keen for that one.
0: I was liked the idea of those games, but never actually enjoyed them.
1: Oh, see, I I like them, but I would have to use a walkthrough to play them because, as I said, puzzle totally. games not for me. I'm yeah, no, I
0: things. don't have time. Totally. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just never enjoyed it,
1: but anyway. I don't have time to try and figure that stuff out. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody else can do it for me, and then I'll play it after that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then we got Ghostwire Tokyo. Bethesda and Tango Gameworks gave us a look at Ghostwire Tokyo which was first shown at E3 2019 in a memorable unveiling. We saw our first look at gameplay this time, including a look at a twisted and changing world overrun with spirits. The game is in first person and looks far different from Tango's previous title, and it arrives in 2021. So that one looked cool. It kind of looks survival horror-y in a way as well, with um, Mm. fighting ghosts and spirits and stuff. All right. So then, the next one is Jet the Far Shore, developed by Super Brothers. Uh, it was shown during the real event reveal event. The world is shown as dreary, but a rocket fires into space and shows a series of satellites that appear to hold some sort of future for the planet. Hundreds of years later, a small ship flies to a much more vibrant land. Looked okay to me. Uh, next one is Godfall. Godfall first shown several months ago was demonstrated again during the event. It features intense melee combat using a variety of weapons, as well as supernatural and science fiction elements. You'll be able to unlock godlike armor to defeat powerful foes. It will be out this holiday season. That to me looked like Dark Souls, so that won't be a game I'll play. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it, yeah, it that it was that similar vibe that I got from that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not that's not for me. I'll play it if I get it for free.
0: Yeah, it's
1: uh, so next one was Solar Ash. So this is from the creators of Hyper Light Drift. Solar Ash was announced for PS5. The hostile world seems to reject the protagonist and there are mentions of a void before the demonstration transition to the gameplay. It arrives in 2021. That looked really cool to me. Uh, I think mm. that'll be a good one to watch and keep an eye on. Uh, Hitman 3, a new Hitman game. Hitman 3 was shown during the presentation with a cinematic trailer showing a very elusive Agent 47. Several settings are shown, including a giant mansion and a dark forest. It's out next January and will conclude the rebooted trilogy. I'm not a big fan of the Hitman games. The, the newer ones, I didn't really get into them that much. Um, no. Could be because I'm not big on stealth games. And, and that's probably yeah. on my part because I'm not very good at stealth when it comes to games. In saying that, mm. I was in Last of Us, surprisingly, because you have to be stealthy in that or the zombie enemies and stuff attack you and you die. So <laughs> there's parts. Well, because you don't have a lot of ammo and things like that, so you have to sort of learn to be stealthy in that game, which, yeah, is cool. All right, so next one was Astro's Playroom. So a new Astro game was shown during the event called Astro's Playroom. It is being developed by Japan Studio, but only a brief glimpse of gameplay was shown. Now, this is really cool. So Astrobot is a game that came out for PSVR. So I have that waiting to play, which I would like to play it soon. So it's a cool little platformer game apparently in VR, and it's one of the best PSVR titles that has come out so far.
0: Oh, awesome, dude. You should tell yeah, me so
1: I picked it up only probably a month ago or so when it was on sale. So, yeah, I'm pretty keen to to have a go at that. Awesome. And and this just adds to that. So, very cool. Cool. So, we've then got uh, Little Devil Inside, an adventure game with unique aesthetic as well as plenty of mystical creatures. Little Devil Inside features a mix of stealthy exploration, direct combat, and even hunting wild creatures like dragons. There will be numerous settings, including frozen tundras and cities. Uh, so, that looks really cool. Didn't mind the look on that one. Uh, so, then we go NBA 2K21, of course, which mm. obviously I think it will still come to PS4 and Xbox One, not just the new ones, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's going to
0: look good on it. Though. Oh, it is. Like, it's yeah. going look good on PS5. It looked good. I did actually have a quick look at it just because I wanted to see how good it looked. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy.
1: Well, they didn't show much in the actual teaser trailer. Mm. So the in-game in-engine footage featured impressive sweat effects on players, with individual beads clearly dripping down their faces. The game will arrive this fall, likely alongside the system itself. Yeah, I reckon it'll be a launch title. That one. Yeah. Because that's if we think about. I think the the, those NBA two K games come out around September, Mm. so potentially it might launch on PS4 and Xbox One first so they'll get a little bit of money from it that way. Yeah. And then obviously when the new system comes out. We'll see that one then. Mm. Uh alrighty, so then the next one was Bug Snacks. Did you actually watch the trailer for this? Uh mm. oh, it looks so cutesy and fun. I reckon it'll be a really cool one. Um mm, nice. so it's a charming game featuring a Steve Irwin style wildlife expert. Bug snacks is from the creators of Octodad. Creatures are mixes of bugs and snacks, such as burgers and strawberries. It looks incredibly bizarre, to say the least, and will be out this holiday season. Uh, so it's really cool. So the, little, the the dude who they said is the Steve Irwin-style wildlife expert uh, yeah. is the narrator in, in the trailer. And he mm-hmm. pops up and... Oh, she pops up. I think it's a she. It sounds like a girl voice. Pops up and uh, the thing that's running around is a strawberry with eyes. And so she's talking about the things and then she eats it and then her hand Mm. turns into a strawberry. Nice. And so then there's something else that she eats later. And I think it's like a burger or something. And her hand turns into one of those potato spiral things.
0: Oh yeah. nice. Uh,
1: And then, so then at the end of the trailer, another character runs up and says, I was carrying the lamp and I, in my, in my wiener hands. So like hot dog hands and I dropped it and now the town's on fire and she goes oh no and then they run off and that was the end of the trail. anyway yeah, cool. it looks really fun I think it'll be great
0: cool sounds like a good follow up to Octodad which was also Octo
1: Octodad was really fun too yeah mm, awesome I think that'll be cool uh, speaking of Demon Souls is the next one as was rumoured, Demon's Souls is getting a remake and it looks to be much more than a simple increase in resolution. From Software's masterpiece has been completely overhauled and looks like it was created specifically for the PS5. So, Demon's Souls is the original in that Dark Souls era, trilogy, whatever. Mm. So, it went Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3. Uh, yeah, so, and then Bloodborne was the next one that was different from those dark souls games yeah. i won't be playing it but good for them <laughs> i'm sure we'll have lots of news of people beating it with donkey kong bongos and dance dance revolution pads and things yeah it yeah. does uh alrighty, so the next one was death loop arcane studios presented its game death loop during the event which was first shown at e3 2019 Assassins are engaged in an ongoing duel and it retains the studio's well-known first-person stealth. However, things can go awry and require plenty of firepower and you can restart the loop to rectify things. Uh, So this game looks really cool. And from when we saw it at E3, it looked cool too. So you're basically trying to, I guess, beat the death loop. So you can go and people are trying to hunt you, obviously, and you die and then it restarts and then you can go and do things differently. So I think the concept of it is really cool. Um, yeah, so that's one I'm looking forward to to see what happens. That's one. Uh, so then we've got Resident Evil Village. So Resident Evil Village was shown during the presentation with a shot of a forest, creepy stuffed animals, and a woman reading a folk tale before things get violent. It will be in first person, just like Resident Evil 7, and looks to put an emphasis on atmosphere and horror over action. Also, there are werewolves. It comes out in 2021, and the title... Uh, no, so secretly he includes the Roman numerals for eight. Did you see that? Didn't watch that one. So village, obviously V I L L. So I, 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 eight. That's how they did it. Um, I'm keen. Seven was really good. So I'm keen for that one. Uh, so then we've got pragmata, a post-apocalyptic game set in a world where cats are now holograms. Horrifying natural disasters wreck the world of Pragmata. We see a man in a spacesuit get thrown into the air along with several cars, and he then finds himself on the moon with little explanation. It will arrive in 2022. So that was like the only one that was a future game for a couple of years. Uh, It looked pretty cool. Nice. looked pretty cool. Didn't mind that one. Alrighty. And then last but not least was Horizon Forbidden West. So the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West was finally shown during the show with protagonist Aloy narrating a trailer that featured impressive environments and fauna. A plague appears to be causing local wildlife to die off and she must race to discover what is causing it before it's too late. She'll be able to explore underwater and discover secrets beneath the surface. Pretty keen for that one. That's probably one of my favourite ones from the show. I can't wait because Horizon Zero Dawn is amazing. So been looking forward to the sequel for a long time. So this will be... Excellent. Go, cool. and that's the show. So yeah, I'm pretty keen. It's made me very oh, excited for the PS Five. I can't um, can't wait to find out how much it is and things like that. I did see uh, a post the other day. I don't know how true it is, but potentially for a leaked one that said it was like five ninety nine. Um, bad. no, no pounds. Oh, yikes. Yeah, so like eleven $1, hundred and fifty-seven dollars or something. That's crazy.
0: Oh, dude, over a thousand. Nah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I reckon it'll be close. I reckon it'll be close to a thousand.
0: Nah, that's crazy. So we'll see what like happens. sick but... for that, man. I know that it's its own thing, but I'm like, do so much more with the PC. Yeah,
1: they probably won't. I, I'm hoping they won't go that high. <sighs> that's crazy. But yeah.
0: 800 Max man
1: 800 I'm hoping because see if it is that expensive I can't really afford to buy games as well <laughs> so
0: oh it's so much money man oh, so no. i'll anyway, i'll get the one.
1: console and not be able to play anything i'll be able to play all my old yeah, ps4 that's... games still hopefully hmm. catch up on all that um backlog that I've got <laughs> yeah and then trade it towards new games that's what I'll do yeah well that's it so yeah Anyway, I'm cool. pretty keen. I'm pretty excited. There's a lot of cool stuff. And uh, at the end of the conference, they did say, like, we've still got more to show you. So, yeah, yeah I'm pretty keen. Did you also, just before we go, uh, talking of the uh, peripherals, I liked the look of the headset. looks really nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think the media remote is a cool idea. I just. Yeah, I
0: think so. Well, I think they're going to need stuff like that to help. Husbands sell their wives in the idea of spending over a
1: thousand dollars on a sponsor. Yeah. Well, but you'd be paying a hundred bucks for the, for the remote as well, probably. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... But, yeah, out of those things, I'm not fussed on the charging dock as such. I, I'm happy to just plug in a cord. Totally. Um, but, yeah, the headset looked really nice. Um, I, I did like the look of that. Hey, yeah, groovy. Overall, it was a good show and I'm glad that it only kind of went for an hour. I think that was a good amount of time for it to go for. And I think they showed like, yeah. what they showed worked in well in that time. Um, so, yeah, mm. pretty keen to to find out more about it now as as the rest of the year plays out. Yeah, it yeah. Cool. Awesome, man. And that's it, right? You're going to take that us out? That is it. So if you're listening to this and want to find out more about stuff that's going to happen... Uh, And you haven't already, head over to either iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. Uh, You can subscribe to the podcast and uh, leave us some reviews. We'll read those reviews. Give us five stars for all those um, people out there to try and find us as well. Uh, If you want to check out our website, it is walkingthroughgames.com. Got all our social media is facebook.com slash walkingthroughgames. Instagram and Twitter are wtg underscore podcast and then we've got our youtube channel as well is walking through games so
0: nice one i'm hoping
1: to i've been it's looking done. into it a little bit more so i'm hoping to maybe i know i say this all the time but potentially hopefully maybe start streaming sometime soon so if you want to go and give us a follow obviously there's not much on there at the moment but we do have a twitch channel as well which is walking through games so you can find us there too but yeah that's nice. it nice
0: one Cool. Awesome. It's all happening, man. All happening. Only one more episode before episode two hundred. So true. Good times. Good times, man. Sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: Arbitrary number. I was gonna that say it'll probably be
1: uneventful, week. but that's okay.
0: Totally. Good times. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. Sweet. Good talking to no you. Worries. And yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you very much. I'll um, talk to you next week. Alrighty.
1: Man. Cheers, guys. See Bye. you guys.